0: They're, they're sitting right now with an empty cup. Okay. Well, you know, okay. Maybe you've never been baptized mm-hmm. in the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you what? That's a great place to start. And we pray your blessing on That's a great place him, and Lord, that you'd open our hearts to hear. But for those from of you who've already received Lord, we want to be the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you know that just the doorway. And we thank you for Alan's story of love to, and compassion and kindness, and also God's of your strength I'm through that process as well as of his healing. And we pray there will be many more stories needs. of us trusting more of you of your as we revelation. hear and apply more the word of, of you. God. So bless Tyler. I'm facing Jesus all God. this stuff, and I don't have the answers, but Amen. I know you do, and I want to know your thoughts. I want to know what uh-huh. it is you're saying great. for my great life. Great to be here. And I want uh, to know what Stuart you've got to store for me. All the things you've been me. I want to know those things that today, God. I want to get to see each other once a month at a meeting that we go to. I want to understand. And in that time, we share stories, we... I, I really feel my relationship with Stuart is like iron sharpening iron. And I know we, we have lots of talks about leadership, about all sorts of things that I come away always with a, a feeling, of, okay, I'm, I'm inspired to keep going. And so you've got a great pastor and a great leader amongst you. Um, just want to share something that God has laid on my heart. And to do it, I've, I've asked someone from your midst to share something that's going to be really inspiring. I know it's going to change your life. And uh, I know that this person is going to share something that will revolutionize your way you'll live your life from this point forward. So Nikki um, she's going to share something that I-, I want you guys to listen, receive it and grow in it,? okay? Because it's going to really help us this morning. <laughs> Köszönöm, hogy értyem neked, a szeretet És köszönöm neked azt, hogy te uh, itt vagy közöttünk, mert megígérted, hogy mindaz, aki Jézus uh, Jézusnálében összegyűl, az uh, ott, te ott vagy. És uh, ezért uh, én most megköszönöm neked, hogy te itt vagy közöttünk, és köszönöm, Szent hogy te dolgozol. És uh, az bennünket, és... Wow, that was great, <laughs> guys. I, I don't know if I even need to share anything more after that. How many of you guys felt blessed by what she shared? Anticipating. Nikki shared something that's should have changed our hearts, but there was a problem. We, we didn't understand what she was saying. There was a, a disconnect. She was sharing something that was life-changing, but although we were all hearing it, it sounded like foolishness to us, didn't it? Our, our ears were not discerning what her, her words were. It's, it's very similar like when you go on holiday in a foreign country. Uh, often you will travel through France and uh, it's amazing. I, I grew up in Canada where French is our second language, but and I took it for nine years in school, so you would think I should somehow be able to communicate, but you're in a restaurant and they're talking to you and you're like, don't know what you're saying. <laughs> they say it again, still don't know what you're saying. Um, there's a disconnect. We have a challenge when it comes to God. And uh, when we look at God of the universe created us to have a relationship with us, yet When we look at Scripture and understand that actually His ways are higher than our ways, His thoughts are not our thoughts, and yet somehow we're drawn to have a relationship with Him. And there's a challenge we have because what God says doesn't always make sense. It it can be like what Nikki shared this morning. There's something there, but I, I don't quite understand it. And we're going to read a passage of Scripture in which we're going to draw out of this morning. And it's 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We're going to read verses 6 to 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 to 16. It says, we do however speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we speak of God's secret wisdom, a wisdom that has been hidden that God destined for our glory before the time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for they, for if they had, they would have been. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except for the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. We, did, we have not received the Spirit of the world but the Spirit who comes from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man makes judgments about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. For we, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Man cannot understand God on its own. No matter how hard we try to, to try to figure out what God is saying, what his heart is, what his will is, the reality is, even we see in this scripture, it's foolishness to us. We can try to try to, and just like Nikki could come up one more time, share it all over again. No matter how hard we try to tune our ears to try to figure out something, it's just foolishness. It sounds, now, to the Hungarians who might be in our room, it's, it could have been wonderful. But to us who aren't from Hungary, it, it makes no sense. Now you and I, God has a plan for, He has a purpose for, He wants to commune with us. He wants to have a relationship with us. He wants to reveal all the things He has for you and I. And yet there's a disconnect in us that we don't understand it. We don't understand what it is that He has for us. Because of this great need, God sent His Spirit. And uh, Jesus said, actually in, in John, that, you're going to receive another counselor who will guide you into all truth, who will be the revealer, who will uh, take what is, is hidden and make it clear to us. The same thing is what we needed with Nikki sharing this morning. We needed a translator. We need to take what was hidden in the words and make it revealed. A translator, a translator reveals, right? He reveals the truth, reveals what's being said. And the counselor of the Holy Spirit is actually Jesus came to reveal to us who God is, His plan, His purposes. The Holy Spirit now reveals in us the the purposes of God and, and leads us into this relationship. Now, before we even came to Christ, the Holy Spirit was at work in us. Right? We see in Scripture, there's no way we can accept the Gospel message without the Holy Spirit convicting us of sin. We need the Spirit of God revealing. We can't rationally Come to Christ. That's the challenge, I think, when we we try to convince people of the gospel without the Holy Spirit being involved because no matter how much we think of it, it's just foolishness. The cross, as we even celebrated what Jesus has done for us, is foolishness to us because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And yet when the Spirit comes and starts to move and that sense of conviction of the Holy Spirit makes the penny drop in our hearts that we say, actually, do you know what? I need a Savior. I need... God to move in my life. I need what Jesus has, has done for me. And that point, and we say, God, I give my life to you. I surrender all that I have to you. I accept this forgiveness. You know, we receive the Spirit of God in us. We receive the fullness of the Lord in our lives. This new life is birthed in us, and suddenly we have a translator in us. We have someone in us that's able to reveal in us the thoughts of the Lord. Who knows the thoughts of God, but the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God only speaks what the Father is to reveal. Only speaks what the the Father is thinking. Actually, that is revealed in our spirits. You and I can also suddenly, at the point we see uh, receive Jesus. Suddenly, we have the capacity to know what God is thinking. What amazing thoughts! You and I can know exactly this morning what is God's thoughts. You're going through life, you're going through challenges, whatever you might be facing. You know God has a plan that He's prepared in advance for you. He has a thought for your life. And it doesn't come with you thinking through it, leaning on your own understanding. But actually comes from us tuning into the Spirit of God within us. God has given us everything in the Spirit. It's in us. The Spirit is the great revealer. The counselor who will guide us. When the Spirit comes, He'll reveal the thoughts of the Lord. We have this ability now to receive revelation. The Spirit brings revelation. Now, the challenge that you and I have, for those of you who have given your life to Jesus, I mean, the starting point is giving your life to Jesus. But from that point onwards, we need to tune in to the Spirit of God. Now, I remember the days when we had... Well, I still have um, free view. Some of you might have free view. I like free view because it's free. My children think we should not have free view. But nonetheless, I remember in the days where we'd have an aerial that you'd have to tune. You'd have to change it and tweak it. And you'd have like it's snowing. Your screen would all be kind of fuzzy and, and you would kind of play with the aerial and play with the... Do you remember those before digital? And you apply you with it and suddenly, oh, is that, that's, that's a picture. I remember as a kid growing up and it's like if I held the, air, the aerial on the back of the TV and it's like, oh, just down there. There we go. We got a good picture. Now, the reality is, is that in our kind of digital age or even in the air, just with airwaves, there's all sorts of stuff going in or around us right now, right? The TV view is there. But you have to have a receiver. You have to be able to tune into it. And no, no matter how much it's communicating something, you have to have a capacity to receive it. So really, although the Holy Spirit has been given to us, we need to tune into the Holy Spirit. It doesn't just happen automatically. You and I, we will have lived a life without tuning into the Spirit. We receive Jesus. It's like we receive a, a chip in our, our, our soul That enables us to now receive something we can download from heaven, all that He has for us, and yet we we need to learn to tune our hearts into this. The verse in verse 12 of what we just read says, We have not received the Spirit of the world, but we have received the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. That we may understand. We've received the Spirit that we may understand. He's already there. He's already given something. He, he already wants to move in our lives. He, he's already speaking. And I've discovered in my walk with the Lord, there are some things that I need to do in order to tune in to the Spirit of God. The first one is I need to be in a place of being filled with the Spirit. We see in Ephesians chapter 5.18, it says, "...be filled with the Spirit." And that word being filled is a sense of being continually filled. It isn't coming one point in your life and just, I was in a great service 10 years ago and I really experienced God's presence in my life. And I go on. No, actually, being filled is a sense of we need to continually be filled. And I liken it to having a cup filled with the Lord. We come and we say, God, I'm in a place of emptiness right now. I need you to come. And so we, we come to a place and we say, God, would you would you fill me? And so God comes and He starts to fill my life. And it's so awesome. God, you're so good. We have a great time in service. We're experiencing God's presence. We go to work and we have some problems. We have issues that we're facing. We go to the doctor and there's issues that we face. And no matter how great our service was on Sunday, no matter how good God is doing something, we start to look in our cup, and our cup starts to run empty. We're leaking. You and I are cracked vessels. In fact, she, Jesus says springs of living water will come from within you, right? But we need to be filled. I'm glad they moved the equipment over there. I'm going to put this back in here. <laughs> we need to be filled and we need to be refilled and we need to keep coming back to God and saying, God, would you, would you come afresh in me? You know what? I believe every single morning when we wake up, we need more of the Lord. We need more of His Spirit. Do you know every single day, before I get out of bed, I say, God, would you come and fill me today? It is my prayer every single day because I don't have enough from yesterday to give me the strength for today. I need his presence today. And, you know, there's a the precedent we see in Scripture. The, the, the apostles, you know, even after they've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, they came back to a place of saying, God, we need to be filled again with you. You know, you're time that you maybe were baptized in the Holy Spirit you know that's a great moment but that was a starting point it isn't the finish line it is a point where you say okay God I you've increased my capacity to to receive more of you but now I need to to continue to be in this place of being filled I've discovered that in those moments that I'm filled with the Spirit of God that God reveals things to me We can try to go through life in our own strength, in our own understanding. The reality is, no matter how hard we work at it, no matter how much we put our effort into it, we'll never get it. You and I cannot discern in ourselves the will of God. And can I tell you, every situation that you are facing right now, God has something already prepared in advance for you. We see this in Scripture. But what is it? Well, we need the Spirit of God to reveal that. We need to take what is in the Word of or what we see in Scripture, and the Holy Spirit has this amazing ability of taking the Word of God and applying it to our lives and bringing the revelation that this is the now word for me. There were scriptures already given today in in a prophetic way. How did that come? It's because the Spirit of God revealed that. That that word from Scripture was for today, for some different people. That's how the Spirit works. He he takes what is already there and He reveals it. Brings revelation. And so we come to this place of, of needing to ask Him. We have a Father that says, you know what, He's a great Father. He's a good, good Father. But He also is looking for us to come to a place of asking for His Spirit. We see it in Luke. Though we are wicked... We know how to give good gifts to those who ask, but actually, how much more is our Father willing to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him for it? How much more? You know what, guys? I, I, again, I, this is a Pentecostal church, and we say in our own church, it's you know, we're not ashamed to be Pentecostal. In fact, God has given us all the resources. And we need to be tapping into it on a daily basis, all that God has for us. When we are filled with the Spirit there comes... God's understanding for what we're facing. I've had moments just being in the altar, being at a time with the Lord. And in that place of experiencing God and being filled with His presence, so many thoughts have come that have been the answers to the questions I've been looking for. I don't know about you, if you've had those moments... Often in a place of, of God coming by His Spirit. And it's funny how the next day, I'll go home and I'll think, I've got the answers. This is what we need to be doing. Now I'm all excited. I have a hard time sleeping at night. And then in the morning I think, what was that all about? Have you ever had that thought? And the next morning thinking, well, wait a minute. Let's just back this up a bit. Why? Because what seemed like revelation in the time of the Spirit seems like foolishness in the time of ourselves. And when God is moving my spirit, there can be a confidence. Yes, that's what God is saying. in spirit. His presence is there. And yes, that's what he's saying. But when we step out of the spirit and we start to rationalize it and move in our flesh again, suddenly that which of the spirit seemed revolutionary in our flesh seems foolishness again. We can't do that. That's foolishness. We can't move. We can't take that step of faith. What are we thinking? That was a poof. But what we need to do is come back to the presence and say, good God, I need your spirit to move in me afresh today. And so it comes to a place of us being filled with more of the spirit, but also it's spending time in the spirit. You know, it's interesting when someone calls you, I know we live in an era that pretty much every device shows who's calling you. It takes the, the, the element of surprise away, doesn't it? Except for unless it says anonymous and then you don't even want to pick up the phone if your phone says anonymous, right? But the people that you, you know, I mean, before the era of, of having it on your phone, when you picked up the phone and said hello, you would know who was calling you based upon who it, the voice, right? And when my mom and dad call me, even now, I don't need to ask, who is this? I hope you don't need to do that with your mom and dad either. Or anyone else that's close in your family. Why? Because I know their voice. I know my mom's voice. I could pick her mom, my mom's voice out of anyone's voice. I know it very, very well. <laughs> Why? Because I've spent time with her. I've listened to her. I, I, I could recognize her voice from anyone else. And this whole understanding that God comes by His Spirit. And yes, God's come by His Spirit to give us power, to be a witness, to, to give us strength, to be all that He calls us to be. But also He's given us His Spirit to understand His voice. To understand what He is saying. To reveal His truth. And so the, the, the challenge for us is God is speaking to us. And God speaks to us in all different ways. He speaks to us in vision, prophetic words, pictures. But most common He speaks to us in our own thoughts. Just deep inside there's that thought. We can learn by recognizing His voice, by spending time in His Spirit. And I, when you look at the book of Revelation, at the very beginning of the book, we see this amazing passage of Scripture where John says, on the Lord's day, I was in the Spirit. Okay? On the Lord's day, I was in the Spirit. And then the next line says, and behind me I heard a voice. Now, then you have this, uh, I guess I could say crazy book of Revelation, amazing book of Revelation, but all starts at the very beginning where I was in the Lord, it was the Lord's day, and I was in the Spirit, and I heard. In the Spirit, and I heard. You know, I believe God calls us not only to be filled with His Spirit, but I believe He calls us to spend time in His Spirit. Just being in, what did it look like for John to be in the Spirit on the Lord's day? I don't know. Did he have worship music playing in the background? It was a band playing you have a cd on listening to something on his mp3 player probably not most likely not but what we do know is he gave space to the spirit to speak and again that word of god wants to speak to us in the season do you know i think for many of us we're so busy and god wants us to just take time to be in his spirit in his presence that doesn't just mean our time on a Sunday together, but it means tomorrow morning when you wake up or whatever point in your day is appropriate, that you're just taking time to just be in the Spirit. It's very hard to listen to a voice if you don't give time to be with that voice. How do we recognize the Lord's voice? You know what? We need to be in His Spirit to be able to hear it and to recognize it. God is speaking. And again, we look at the Book of Revelation, and one of the messages to the church was that I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, you know, there's this reality that the Spirit, that Jesus is speaking through His Spirit to us. But the challenge isn't so much is He speaking. The challenge is are we actually opening the door to listen? Or are we tuning our ears to His voice? And it takes space to listen. It takes space to listen. One of my wife's pet peeves with me is when she's talking and I'm doing something on my phone. How many people have that same annoyance? The problem, and this is a clear, there's a reason why she has, is frustrated with this, is that although she's speaking, I'm not listening. So I'm looking at an email or a text message and I'm reading that and she's telling me something and then realizes I'm not responding to her with what is appropriate, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, no, that was a question. Don't say an uh-huh when there's a question. And then say, oh, what, what, sorry, what did you say? Oh, it drives you crazy. I've learned when I'm talking, or sorry, when she's talking, I put my phone down. Because if I want to get into a disagreement with my wife quickly, just let her talk and be, be on my phone. It just doesn't work especially when she's telling me something important. And I mean important for her and not just what I think is important. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I think all of us, I have the same challenge with my children. I have the same challenge with my children as well. The point is, is that you and I have spiritual ears that God has given us to be able to tune into his voice. He's given us His Spirit to be able to communicate to us. But you and I need to chisel out time to be able to be in His Spirit to listen to it. God wants to know, want you to know Him. He wants you to know His plans and His purposes. But actually, it doesn't just happen. I've discovered experiencing God. John didn't receive revelation by chance. He received revelation by being in the Spirit. Are you catching this? I believe all of us in this room, God wants to speak to us. He wants to reveal to us. And it isn't a great mystery that we can never tap into. It's not for the super spiritual people in this church to kind of always hear a word from God. Do you know what? Those people who always hear a word from God are usually the people who are spending time in the Spirit. They're paying that price of actually taking time to be with God. Do you know what? God wants all of us to hear His voice. He wants all of us to know what He's saying. It is not for the select few in this church. Every single person, God has given you the ability to know His thoughts for you. Wow. Guys, this is encouraging. This is exciting. You know, I have the ability to tap into the resources of heaven just by the Spirit. The last thing I just want to share before I come bring it to a a close... Do I need to bring it to what time? Do I need to bring it to a close? Okay. The Holy Spirit speaks. As we listen to it, as we take note of it, I, I I want to encourage you that as as God speaks to us and as we give space to the Holy Spirit, do you know what? We need to make note of what He's saying. Whether you journal that, whether you However you make note of it. If God is speaking. And there's a thought that comes. You know. Don't just. Just. uh, I mean. If I did that every time my wife said something. uh, I would be in trouble. It would break down our relationship very quickly. If God is saying something. We need to take note. What is it he's saying? And I think. He. The Holy Spirit speaks in unison to the, to the Word of God. And so if God is saying something that's not in Scripture, then we need to go back and tune our ears again to the voice. I've heard even pastors say, you know, God told me to leave my wife and marry the secretary. You know what? They didn't listen to the right spirit. That wasn't God. Because it, contrary, it was contrary to the Word of God. And so the Spirit of God always reinforces what we see in Scripture, draws out of what we see in Scripture. It doesn't speak counter- Or opposite to what we see in Scripture. So there's a balance that the Holy Spirit draws us back to this place of what the Word says. And so it isn't can I just say it isn't just that we now on a daily basis we just spend time in the Spirit and we never read the Word of God. I think that would also be a mistake. The Word of God needs sorry, the Spirit of God needs the Word of God in us. So He can apply that to us. He can reveal it to us. He can He can speak to us. Okay, the the, the last thing though. He's obeying the Spirit. When the Holy Spirit does speak, and when we are moving in the things of the Spirit, you know, God calls us to then respond. It's no point just hearing what God is saying to us and then just doing our own thing anyways. If we're pressing into God saying, God, I want to know your thoughts. Now, can I just say where I started from is that his thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways. And when we say, God, I want to know your heart, I know want to know your thoughts, you know, he'll lead us down a path you didn't expect. He'll say, I Tyler, I'm speaking this to you. Oh. I didn't actually actually I was expecting this, God, and I I don't know if I like that one. I'd rather go down this path I was on. I don't know if I really want to follow your voice on this this leading hmm, well, I think I'll just do it my way anyways, because I think it looks, it looks better. You know, we had a situation that we faced as a leadership not too long ago. And, uh, you know, church, there's all sorts of stuff that goes on that sometimes is great, uh, hopefully most of the times is great, but there's always these challenges that you face. And there's someone who was a problem as I'm sure some of you can imagine. There's problems, as we're all imperfect people. Anyways, there was a response I had to someone who had left the church and uh, had taken a ministry that was within the church, out of the church, in this whole process. So in some ways, it was, it was a painful thing for us because uh, this, is, this was something that we birthed, and now you're, just, you're up and taking it to another church, and it's, it was a bit messy. And I struggled with this. I really struggled with this as... God, it's not fair. I've put my time into this as well. It's something I've invested into. is isn't just someone in the church, but this is something I've given. I've been in lots of meetings. I've been in lots of prayer times. Lots of, you know, we've given into this financially. And and this is one of those challenges of saying, God, I want to be in Your Spirit. I want to listen to Your voice. And the Spirit says something that you don't, you don't want to do. Now, I have every right to Demand something because we had invested interest in to fight the cause, and yet everything as I as I spent time in the spirit, sensing God saying, "Do you know what? You just need to let it go. You need to bless and release." Okay, well, God, let's let's wind up the tape a little bit. Let's back this up. Do you not know how much I've put into this? Do you not know how much I've done in this? I I don't know if I want to just let this go. You know, there are times that God says, okay, right now you're in my spirit. I want you to forgive this person. Well, how can I I forgive them? Look at what they've just done to me. I want you to be generous. Why would I be generous? I want you to love your your enemies. Why would I love that person? They're just nasty. Okay, now I'm not talking about the same person. Okay? I'm moving on. The point is that the Spirit of God leads us upon a path that is not our way. And so, as Christians, the challenge we have as followers of Jesus is that when God is speaking, we need to be listening and obeying even if we don't like it. Because it's good for us. And it's the way that He has for us. It's it's all the things He has in store for us are in obedience to His Word. Even if in ourselves, we don't necessarily like the journey He's calling us down. Our flesh cries out the very opposite. And yet God calls us to stay in step with the Spirit. Right? How do we overcome sin? It isn't by trying to stop sin, it's by being in step with the Spirit of God. We see it in Galatians 5. The fruit of the Spirit is in relation to us being responsive to when the Spirit of God is speaking, we say, yes. Love, joy, patience, goodness, self-control, uh, all the whole rest of them. They're all results of choices of listening to the Spirit when everything in us wants us to do the very opposite. The fruit of the Lord starts to appear in our lives because we're listening to Him. Now the challenge we have as believers is that when we're resistant to the voice of the Spirit, we stop hearing the Spirit. Our hearts become hard to His voice. And we wonder, why does God speak to everyone else and not to me? You know what? God will begin to speak to you when you begin to listen to Him. If we tune our ears and say, God, I want more of your spirit. God, I, I want more of, of all that you have. I'm tuning my ears to you, Lord. I, not my will, but your will be done in my life. Then when God speaks and he challenges you in an area of your life, you need to be obedient. You see, we like the prophecy that leads us to greater things. We want to rule and reign with Jesus. We want to be seated in heavenly places. We love all of that stuff because it's, in some ways it feeds something in us, of our old nature even. But God calls us to be like Him and lay down our life and pick up our cross and follow Him and, and, and die to self. And all of that bit of it is the more challenging part of being a disciple of Jesus. But He's given us His Spirit to help us in the whole process, to lead us in, to the ways that we need. And He'll give us the strength to overcome sin. He'll, he'll empower us to be the people He wants us to be. But we have to give way to the Spirit of God in us. We have to, When He speaks, we have to respond to it and not harden our hearts to it. And in so doing, we demonstrate Christ to the world around us. I know for myself, there's been times, there's been seasons that God has spoken to me. And I have resisted it. There was a time in my life, Donna and I were living in Holland. Donna's my wife, just so you know. Donna and I were living in Holland. And uh, to be honest, at that time in our lives, we honestly thought we were going to be in Holland. For the rest of our life. We, we just thought God had called us. We were young. I was 21. She was 20. We got married when I was 19. She was 18. Yes. We did it young. Been married now 20 years. Best decision I made. Though I, as I look at my daughter. She's getting closer to the stage. I think. Nah, I don't know if I want you to get married at 18. <laughs> Somehow I thought I was a lot more mature. Anyways. <laughs> side note. God. We, we were there, we thought we were, God called us to mission, which he had. But while we were there, God has spoken that we needed to return to Canada. And I just thought, you know what? That's not right. We're here. God's called us here. You've called us here. It came through a prophetic word. It came through, um, through our situation. And uh, I resisted that word. And so, actually, for another year, we stayed in Holland. And I said, you know what? That's not God. How many of you have kind of wrestled with God these moments? That can't be God. God, you wouldn't do that. I'm on mission with you. I'm doing a good thing, following you. We've left it all behind in Canada. We're in Holland. Yeah. You know what happened? In my Yeah, we're following you. All of our money ran out. All of our support that we were just stopped. And suddenly we moved from a place of moving in God's grace and His strength to moving out of a place of we had nothing. Wondering every month, how are we going to pay our bills? It was awful. We had nine months of hell. And uh, for nine months, it was to, to a point where we had to move back. There was no option. We could not pay our rent. We couldn't stay where we were. So we went back. Maybe it was like a, t- a dog with his tail between his legs. We went back to Canada. And for a period of almost six, seven months, I could honestly say I did not know what God was saying. Nothing. We were, we were there. We were back in our home church. And I just had no idea what God wanted to do with our lives. I just felt deflated. I felt like my faith was shattered. And I, I, just, I just knew nothing of God's voice at this point. It had almost been a year now, over a year. I hadn't heard anything from God. And so I took a week off work. And I, I said, you know, I just need to hear what God is saying. I don't, know, I don't know any direction. I have nothing, no, no idea, God, what you want of our lives anymore. And I took, took the week off, and, and I remember I was on my bicycle just going around the area. I said, like, God, why don't you speak to me anymore? You know, up to this point in my life, I felt like I always heard your voice, and now I don't hear your voice anymore. And I remember in my spirit, God's sake, what was the last thing you clearly heard me say? Uh, to come back to Canada? Yeah. Oh. Penny dropped. I hadn't listened. I hadn't responded to that voice. In fact, I, I wrestled with it, and I, I did the very opposite. I was like Jonah, just I'm going to do my own thing. And at that point, I said, God, would you forgive me? I, you know, I leaned to my own understanding, and I didn't trust your word. Your spirit speaking. And you know, at that point, within the next few weeks, suddenly the ideas and the thoughts of the Lord started flooding in my heart and we were on mission again. Suddenly I felt, God, I I know what You're doing. And suddenly we were back in... Back in the saddle, so to speak, I knew what God wanted in our lives. The next season, what I needed to work on, I had to work on my Bible school. I knew I needed to get involved with some of the young adults that we were were in the church. And suddenly, for the next eight years, we were on mission in Canada. There was a purpose why we were there. But I had to stop and take note of when was the last time God had spoke to me and what was my response to that. You know, God sometimes reveals things to us and we want to do our own thing and we want to reject that voice and then wonder why we go through the desert experiences not hearing His voice when we refuse to listen to Him when He did speak. Can I just tell you, God speaks ways that are not our ways. But in those moments that God says, I want you to do this or don't do that or change this, we need to listen so that our hearts are open to His voice and we keep hearing what He's saying. I've learned the lesson in that time. And you know what, there's still moments I get it wrong, but you know what, I pray every day and every, especially major decisions we make as a family, God, if there's anything I'm doing wrong in this, I wanted to hear your voice. I don't want to go through that again. God taught me a lesson in that process. It's a dangerous thing to disobey the Lord. How can I understand God? How can I hear his voice? Can I just tell you, it's only by his spirit living in us. You know what, just as I close, the benefits of understanding God is that He has an amazing plan for our lives. And He wants us, can I tell you, He wants us to understand all that He has in store for us. We've already read that. He wants us to understand what God has already freely given us. He wants us to understand it. He wants us to walk in it. He he wants us to live in it. But it requires us to respond and be in His Spirit. Ask for His Spirit. Listen to His Spirit. In this ultimate place, the Bible says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Why? Because we're walking in the revelation of what He has. Guys, I I believe today God wants to move by His Spirit in your life. You might be here today. You might be facing questions in your life. You don't know what to do. You know what? Can I say the answer to you this morning is to be in His Spirit? to be filled with His Spirit, to be taking time to listen to His Spirit and then obey the Spirit. That's what it is. But this morning, I believe, God wants to fill some of you with His Spirit afresh. Maybe you're running on empty. You know what? I can tell you, so long as we run on empty, we've got an empty cup. And God wants to fill you that you would have all the understanding you need, that you would be walking in a place of His counsel could you stand with me, please? I don't know if the maybe the band could come up. Hmm? Yeah. Is okay? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Lord, we we want to avail ourselves to you this morning. God, we we want to give you space just to move, even in this moment. Lord, I, I believe today is a day that you want to come and empower, you want to come and fill, you want to come and move in this place. Jesus, Jesus, just, uh, just feel promised.